Monsieur William Ruto. Excellency Dr. William Ruto, President of the Republic of Kenya. My dear colleagues, heads of state and of government, Excellency Chairperson of the African Union, Musa Faki Mohammed, Deputy Secretary General of the United Nations, Amina Mohammed, Excellencies Ministers, Excellencies the Chief Executives of Regional Economic Mechanisms and Regional Economic Communities and Regional Mechanisms, Excellencies, Honorable Assalamu alaikum. The midway, halfway through the mandate entrusted to me on October 18th in Addis Ababa, we are gathered here today in this beautiful capital of Nairobi for the fifth media annual coordination meeting of the African Union. I would like to first begin by expressing my sincere thanks to our brother, uh, William Rutu, who I call my brother uh, uh, in my language and his government and as well as the peoples of Kenya for the very warm welcome extended to us and to express to him on your behalf and on my own our deep gratitude. Asante sana mwashimiwa buwana raisi, Your Excellency. Dear participants, ladies and gentlemen, at a time when the world is in the throes of technological change, Africa our continent is still prey to the scourges of division and bloody conflict. Conflicts that throw whole swaths of societies into destitution and desolation. In this context, therefore, I would like to express here our total solidarity with our sister countries, which are today going through this crisis situations and at the same time, renew our call to silencing the guns uh, for a frank and sincere dialogue between the various protagonists. It is through the dialogue that we will succeed in transcending our differences and in removing the obstacles that stand in the way of our progress towards an Africa that's integrated, prosperous, and peaceful, that we all so earnestly desire. Since our February summit in Addis Ababa, and deeply convinced that peace and security are the driving force behind our development strategies and programs, indeed, I have, in consultation with President uh, Musa Faki, my brother, initiated contacts with the main players in the Sudan crisis with a view to finding a peaceful way and to support all initiative in order to arrive at a peaceful solution. This fratricidal conflict has not only led to the loss of many lives, but has also driven thousands of people into exile. It is with the same concern also that I have dispatched an emissary to Mali and to Burkina Faso 
to inquire about the state of progress of the transition pro uh, process in these sister countries. I dare to hope that the holding of the constitutional referendum in Mali will be a first step towards a transparent, inclusive and peaceful elections. Also, I visited Guinea Conakry, where I conveyed the African Union's message of peaceful transition culminating in a rapid return to constitutional order uh, through open, free, and fair elections. The Kadripatite meeting held on June 27th in Angola on the crisis in the east of DRC under the edges of the African Union and in which I took part is part of this desire to contribute to resolving this conflict which has already lasted more than two decades and is destabilizing the region and indeed the whole of Africa. We also uh, undertook a peace mission to Kiev and sent Petersburg, a report of which will be presented to you later today. In this globalized world, no country, however large or powerful, can claim to be immune to war or its consequences. And ladies and gentlemen, on the multilateral front, following the footsteps of my predecessor, my brother, President Macky Sall, uh, I continued our advocacy at the G7 summit in Hiroshima, calling for Africa's place on the United Nations Security Council as a permanent member, as well as our membership of the G20. Nor did I fail to raise the question of debt and energy, two major issues that seriously handicap the development of our continent, Throughout this journey, I have also been able to count on the invaluable collaboration of the Chairman of the African Union Commission, our brother Musafaki Mohammed, and his teams, as well as on the support of the members of the Conference Bureau. I'd like to uh, DRC, I'd like to extend my th great thanks to the DRC. I'd like to express my sincere thanks to them all. Dear colleagues, ladies and gentlemen, the acceleration of the Continental Africa Free Trade CFTA, our significant progress over the past six months have confirmed once again and our conviction that this continental common market is a great opportunity to achieve the Pan-African vision of an integrated, prosperous, and peaceful Africa. Uh, currently, the achievements include, among others, the setting up establishment of an adjustment fund through Exim Bank, already capitalized at $1 billion for the benefit of AFCFTA. The law of member states, the establishment of a guided trade initiative in October 2022, which has enabled the FCFTA uh, to uh, adhere to uh, this initiative. The official, the operationalization of peace and uh, the uh, settling of payments, which uh, facilitate in, in intra Africa payments uh, in uh, African currency 
will then reduce the cost of currency transfers. As you can see, these are concrete actions that provide real grounds for hope, which is why I invite those member states that have not yet ratified and deposited their instrument ratification to do so as soon as possible. The achievement of our objectives are set out in Agenda 2063. This depends on, on that. Your Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, from June 12th to 14th, a ministerial conference on blue economy and climate action in Africa was held in the Union of Comoros, attended by several ministers and the following institutions, the African Union Commission, the United Nations Economic Commission for Africa, the European Union, the International Union for Conservation of Nature, UNDP, and the Indian Ocean Commission. The conference was in accordance with the theme of the year, namely the acceleration of the FCFTA. In fact, intra-Africa trade is mainly carried out by road and sea. And therefore, it has now been established that the implementation of the AFCFTA could double the sea freight from 58 to 131.5 million tons. As a result, the development of the sea transport, this appears as one of the key factors for the success of Africa's economic integration. Africa's Island states, despite their structural fragility, are brimming with opportunities and potential, given the vastness of their maritime space, which is why the Moroni Declaration, the outcome of this ministerial conference, through the relevance of its recommendation, should constitute our roadmap in this area. With regard to the institutional reform, decided upon in 2016 by the Assembly of Heads of State and Government to breathe new life into the African Union. We welcome the remarkable work carried out by the team of experts led by Professor Pierre Mokoko Mbonjo, who will share the main conclusions with us during uh, this uh, summit. The present by, uh, me media coordination meeting, for example, and the reduction in the number of commissioners are among the concrete results of this reform. Its aim is to enable us to evaluate, rationalize, and plan our various projects and programs in order to achieve genuine African integration. As regards the theme chosen for 2024, in this case education, I'd like to salute the pertinence and relevance of the choice made by our organization. As Nelson Mandela once said, education is the most powerful weapon for changing the world. And the numbers uh, for education, figures for education in Africa are alarming. It has been established that Africa will need 17 million additional teachers to achieve universal primary and secondary education by 2023. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it is unacceptable that in this age of new information technologies and artificial intelligence, there are still entire regions of Africa without access to basic education. The challenge is enormous, but I'm counting on your collective intelligence to achieve concrete results and to reserve the current uh, trends. In this ever increasingly turbulent world, we need to close ranks more than ever and to be able to face up to the challenges that are growing with each passing day. It's only together and driven by what we must henceforth be, which is our motto, African Solutions to African Problems, that we will achieve an Africa that is reconciled with itself, prosperous and open to the world. Strongly motivated by these principles, I remain confident that Africa and our Pan-African organization will be able to meet the challenges of our upcoming agendas, notably the Russia-Africa summit, the Nairobi summit on climate change, the G20 in India, and the COP28 in the United Arab Emirates. It's on this hope note, hopeful note that I declare open the fifth media coordination meeting of our organization. I thank you.